Boys, boys, boys. No time for them wrestling. Ted Browman, i.e. me, is about to make you Disco Stars. Disco Stars? Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm James. <laughs> and welcome to episode 55. We're talking Angry Beavers, Beaver Fever. Yes, the time has come. It's time to talk about Angry Beavers. Yeah, finally uh, hitting the beavers. <laughs> some people have asked, uh, not many, but some, <laughs> uh, <laughs> including uh, a, a very loyal and nice listener, uh, Matt, yeah. who we're going to talk to on our call that today. Yeah. So this will be our first time we ever, I think, talk to someone we haven't met. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one's just for Matt. Uh, yes, well, not nice. just for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> nope, just for Matt. <laughs> Uh, Jim, welcome back. Yeah, thank I think you for you, having me. I think your last time was Nick in the Afternoon? I think so. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. But welcome- <laughs> well, yeah we'll say that. <laughs> but uh, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, Angry Beavers, any feelings? Uh, um, Angry Beavers, yeah, I mean, I did enjoy it. It took me a while to get into it I'm, when I first saw it. But, yeah, no, I thought it was a solid show. Yeah. You know. Were you a fan in your younger years? Or, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Angry Beavers came a little bit after, like Rugrats and yeah, Doug. I, it was like one of the I, yeah, it was like a secondary exactly or like one of the second string of uh, <laughs> shows that yeah. came along. So for me, I mean, I'm a little bit older than probably you know yeah. at the time. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. kind of I still watched it, but I wasn't like yeah totally attached. Sure. But I still, I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, so. you were either checked out at that point or like still with Nickelodeon. Yeah. I think it's a yeah, hit and miss for people. Um, but we want to hear from you guys as always. So yeah. uh, you guys sent us a couple messages. Uh, so let's hear what you guys had to say. Uh, this one's from our loyal listener, Justin, mm-hmm. and he wrote to us about 15. Cool. Which I love to hear about. Um, first off, congrats, you guys. I'm excited that you're getting to write the Keenan and Kel reboot. Thanks a lot. We can't believe it either. <laughs> that would be great. Um, so I never saw 15 before. I don't know how I missed it considering the years it was aired in the U.S. because my television rarely left Nickelodeon. I don't even recall it on the scrolling TV Guide channel listings. How is this possible? <laughs> the universe works in mysterious ways. I guess some force was looking out for me because this show is a train wreck. <laughs> Man. Wrong. <laughs> I rolled my eyes so many times during the episode at how bad nearly every element of the show was. It was at least honest to the drama it wanted to portray, but felt very one-dimensional. Oh, yeah. Brooke elicited emotion from me with how nasty she was. I legit felt bad for the characters as a result of the bullying that occurred throughout the episode. She would make a great pro wrestling heel. (laughs) I agree that there was some interest going forward to the next episode on how the conflict will play out. I don't think by any means this is the worst show to air on the network. However, I don't feel the need to catch up on the show either. I was going to give this .5 Kreb stars, but I was so entertained by your talking about it that I will give it one Kreb star hey. due to giving you guys so much material to work with to entertain us. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Justin. Yeah. And do yourself a favor. Watch the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, I'm... I don't know where... I'm somewhere in between you and Justin. I'm 15, <laughs> I guess. I don't quite hate it, but yeah. uh, I can't say I love it. Yeah, I don't think many people are near my <laughs> end of the <laughs> spectrum of loving it. Uh, all right, yeah, thanks. Uh, who else do we hear from? Oh, uh, we got Nancy on 1992. Yeah. My thoughts on the year in review for 1992 were that you guys were on point with the movies, video games, TV shows, and albums. I was only a year old in 1992, but I liked The Cure and Wayne's World. It was awesome. <laughs> Mighty Ducks was okay, but I was a Beavis and Butthead and Wayne's World baby. <laughs> Uh, she uh, also said, I also liked Mario, Super Mario Kart, Sonic 2, though Super Mario Kart was my favorite. My cousins were awesome and intru- introduced me to all the cool stuff growing up. I also loved Goosebump, Goosebumps books. My movie was Aladdin, and my favorite song was Black and White by Michael Jackson. Oh. <laughs> you like that one? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll take that as a <laughs> He was the main artist we listened to. Even though I was listening to Nursery Rhymes, my album was Wish by The Cure. Mm, yes. Their songs were on the radio all the time that I think I probably listened to the whole album as a baby. Also, that song, Achy Breaky Heart, would be a Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. Can't wait to hear the next episode podcast. Oh, thanks, Nancy. Nice, yeah. Uh, always, always great to hear from her. Yeah. How do you feel about Achy Breaky Heart, Jim? I... I, I'd agree with Ferguson. <laughs> I mean, I... I thought maybe it was one of those ones that you just happened to love. No, no. I, even I think when it first came out, I just didn't <laughs> didn't like it. So Very good. <laughs> okay. Um, and then lastly, a little more uh, on 1992. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> we heard from Justin. He said, great episode as always. I just wanted to say that I really like the tale of Jake and the Leprechaun. Uh, it's a it's a weird episode, but I always liked it as one of my guilty pleasure ones. And uh, it's okay to be wrong, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Um, no. Uh, so he sent a bunch of stuff. I kind of narrowed it down to his top three for each category. So in movies, uh, he said number three, Home Alone 2. Mm. Number two, Mighty Ducks. And number one, Wayne's World, nice. with his Ferguson being Batman Returns. Wow, which I I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah, I like pretty it. good. That was the one with Riddler. Uh, no, uh, no, Penguin. Penguin. Dan- Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I like that one. Uh, and then oddly enough, like uh, Christopher Walken in a <laughs> weird role as yeah. the mayor. Or... <laughs> yeah. Uh, songs number three, Danzig, How the Gods Kill. Two, Megadeth, Symphony of Destruction, and one, Ice Cube, It Was a Good Day. Mm. Pretty good. Yeah. And then his Ferguson uh, is Blind Melon, No Rain. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I do too. I do too. Uh, three, uh, number three for his albums, uh, Bad Religion, Generator. Two, No Effects, The Longest Line EP. And then one, No Effects, White Trash, Two Hebes, and a Bean. He says it's his favorite album by his favorite band. Mm. Cool. Right. Uh, books, all three Goosebumps. Uh, so number three, Goosebumps. Welcome to Dead House. Two, Goosebumps. Monster Blood. And then definitely, I I, I think I agree here. Well, yeah, maybe I don't know. Number one, uh, Goosebumps. Say cheese and die. Yeah, that was a huge one for me. <laughs> very uh, very memorable. Really awesome cover. It was yes. Like a skeleton family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like on the cool. Polaroid. Yeah, 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 that was cool. Uh, video games number three, Simpsons, uh, Bart's Nightmare. 
Love like, it. Like that one. Uh, two, Turtles in Time. Really love it. Which I think might be 91, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then number one, Super Mario Kart, which oh, yeah. no doubt, no doubt oh, about it. Yeah. Uh, his Ferguson is something called Echo the Dolphin, which yep. I have not played. <laughs> Some people like it. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of it, but... <laughs> Uh, television shows number three Martin number two California <laughs> Dreams which I don't know that one I don't no, know. I don't know. and then number one Hanging with Mr. Cooper yeah, okay <laughs> I would take Martin of those three uh yes I would too yeah. today at least when I was a kid maybe Hanging with Mr. Cooper yeah. Yeah. yeah his Ferguson was or no 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 his close call was Goof Troop which oh, uh, Jason oh, had, which Jason yeah, had yeah, picked yeah um, Nickelodeon, uh, Nickelodeon shows. He picked number three, Guts. Number two, just Snick as a thing. And then number one, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. 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 His Ferguson was correctly Roundhouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, his events for 1992. Number three, Bill Clinton becomes president. He thinks Clinton has been the best president in his lifetime. Number two, Snick, best program block ever. And number one, Jim, I think you'll like this. Uh, WWF Royal Rumble match 1992 greatest Royal Rumble yeah. oh, ever. I was actually gonna bring it up after the, he was done and picked by 1992. Best Rumble ever. I could go on and on. Yeah. Bobby the Brain Heenan was amazing on commentary. <laughs> it was for, yeah, it was for the world title too, and that was the first time. Cool. You know, Royal Rumble for the belts. Flair won it. I have no idea what any of this. That was a great year. For ni- <laughs> 1992 was great. Yeah. You know, Bret Hart versus Bulldog at SummerSlam in Wembley Stadium in England. That was huge. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> uh, sports, number three, Pittsburgh Pirates play the Atlanta Braves for the NL Championship going to Game 7. I uh, should say Justin's from Pittsburgh. Uh, number two, Chicago Blackhawks are swept by the Pittsburgh Penguins in the finals. And then, of course, number one, Pittsburgh Penguins win the second Stanley Cup for back-to-back years. His Ferguson, which was that the Pi- Pittsburgh Pirates didn't make it to the World Series that year, uh, basically leading us to a meaningless 25 years. Uh, <laughs> um, so, great to hear from everyone. Yeah. But it's 1998 for Angry Beavers. Wow. It's March 1st. <laughs> Late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very late for us, yeah. Uh, season 2, episode 1. Um, so they're kicking off season 2, I guess, with what they thought was a good episode. Uh, I won't. I guess I won't say yet. Uh, <laughs> so let's take a look back at March of 1998. Are you ready? Sure. Cool. Uh, Bill Gates testifies at a Senate Judiciary Committee about Microsoft's dominant position in the software industry. Has- interesting topic yeah I mean, you're doing so well we just want to <laughs> check in with you yeah <laughs> yeah doesn't congress have better things to do than check in with bill gates come on i mean has shades of you know zuckerberg there oh, yeah, for facebook yeah. but uh yeah um 18th golden Ra- raspberry awards or the razzies uh, as they're called were held the postman uh wins in every category <laughs> it's nominated but it was not the most nominated movie batman and robin was nominated 11 times i think that one's the clear worst it's though. a real stinker <laughs> i mean i'm a batman diehard i'll pretty much go to bat for anything batman and I can't really even like Batman and Robin, ironically. No, it's awful. It's, it's just... It's a mess. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of ice puns. <laughs> um, the 70th Academy Awards are held, and Titanic is the big winner that year. Pretty much wins every category it's yeah. in. Um, Jack Nicholson wins Best Actor. Helen Hunt wins Best Actress. 
what movie is that? <laughs> as good as it gets, I believe. <laughs> and that was it. That was as good as it got. For them. Well, well for no. all of us. Well, definitely for Helen Hunt. Uh... <laughs> uh, uh Right? No. Um, she was done with Mad About You by 98. Well, I don't know when Castaway came out. Oh, I forgot about Castaway. <laughs> great movie. Okay. Great, <laughs> great role. I really don't think many people are like, Helen Hunt, Castaway. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays play their first game as a major league franchise. Uh, they host the Detroit Tigers, and they lose 11-6. to six. Mm. Yeah, High mm. scoring. Uh, and then Netscape <laughs> releases Mozilla. That's a yeah. I mean, that's a thing. It's a thing it that came, happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, music, music for March of '98. Uh, I'm gonna start backwards because this is the song that uh, and ended the reign of another song. So the last single of that month was "Getting Jiggy with It." Oh, Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Jim, you want to guess what song that Getting Jiggy With It um, brought down? Think, Ooh, 98. Think of the movie I just said. What song would have been conquering the charts? Oh, Celine Dion. That's it. <laughs> Will Smith brings down Celine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like My Heart Pretty Will good. Go On had been number one for a very long time, uh, but I really fondly remember Getting Jiggy With It. I mean, I bought that album. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I actually traded that when trading in CDs was a thing. Yeah. Um, I traded that <laughs> album in for Blink-182. Um, oh, yeah. Cheshire Cat, maybe? Or Buddha. I traded Buddha? it in for Buddha. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I regret that decision. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. All right, all right. Uh, not, not to put Will Smith. Yeah, Big Willie style. Yeah. Um, other, other releases in music that month include Madonna releases Ray of Light. In Sync releases their debut album. Uh, a bunch of albums I bought: um, Fastball, All the Paid Money Can Buy, which had The Way, um, Presidents of the United States, Pure Frosting, Semisonic, Feeling Strangely Fine, Super Super Drag, which I know mm. both you and I like a lot. Head Trip in Every Key, um, Fuel, Sunburn, which had Shimmer, of course, which had a, a day in the sun. Uh, Montel Jordan, Let's Ride. Oh, I was just listening to Montel today too. <laughs> That album? Not, not the oh, not that song, but yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow, yeah. I mean, I've seen. I haven't seen many people get as excited for anything <laughs> as you just got from Montel Jordan. Uh, but I saved the best for last, Jim. You better believe it. Oh yeah. Uh, March of 1998. Are you Jimmy Ray? <laughs> <laughs> yes. By Jimmy Ray. Oh yeah. Oh man, that song. Who wants to know? <laughs> it was something else. I've really never since, even since, I've not heard quite a song like that. Yeah, yeah. very so, very what doing right now. Because it seemed like a joke, but he didn't seem to be joking. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Which ends up in a lot of confusion. Yeah. Um, for movies, March of 1998, all month, Titanic. Um, <laughs> so... Titanic, including the 10 weeks prior, reigns at the box office. Um, do you have what, knocked it off? Yes, I do. Oh. Uh, it is Lost in Space. Yeah, very odd. Uh, we might have mentioned this before, uh, but I remember that specifically because I saw that in the theater. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I mean, I haven't watched it <laughs> since, but it was good at the time. Yeah, I just like that that's kind of what ended. That is unbelievable. Yeah, uh, yeah. That would have been in April. Um, other movies that came out that month that are of note, uh, U.S. Marshals, which I was a huge fan of, saw twice in the theater. Tommy Lee Jones, Unforgettable. 
your, uh, what, I don't even know how old, but your, you know, 12-year-old self or whatever, huge U.S. Marshals fan? Oh, so good. <laughs> Just so weird. <laughs> yes, so good. Uh, other movies, uh, there's a couple I know you'll like. Uh, the Man in the Iron Mask, not that one, but the, my, the Man in the Iron Mask comes out, you know, Leo is just coming off of uh, Titanic, yeah. so I bet that probably I think that was made a some money. disappointing yeah. fairing movie. It but, was like, it was like, uh, he had just come off this movie and then they're like, let's put Leonardo DiCaprio in this mask for <laughs> where nobody three can see him. Yes. Movie, Everybody yeah. shows up like I can't wait to see Jack. <laughs> it's like what? He's wearing a mask. Uh, meet the Deedles, which I know nothing about. Um, Chairman of the Board, starring oh, yes. Carrot Top. <laughs> I love it. I know you do. And then uh, one that I think we we all love here is The Big Lebowski. Is oh yeah, in March of of nineteen ninety. Oh, really it's like great. Legitimately. Classic. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then video games for March of 1998. Yoshi's Story on the Nintendo 64. Good one. Yep. Uh, World Cup 98 uh, for mm. PS1. Uh, weird game called Descent Free Space The Great War. <laughs> I have uh, no idea. Uh, Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit, PlayStation mm. 1. Uh, Starcraft, Nintendo 64. Mm. Uh, one I definitely uh, played a lot, 1080 Snowboarding for oh, Nintendo 64. Yeah. Um, and then there was a system that was only released in Japan, and the system is called Wonderswan, mm. uh, which I don't know anything about, but it came out that month. Cool. So that's a little bit about uh, March of 1998. Nice. Yeah. Are you guys uh, all ramped up to t- <laughs> talk right. about Beaver Fever? <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's jump in. Yeah. Um, so the sun is setting on the forest, and all the animals are gathered to hear Norbert and Daggett performing Beaver Fever. Starts with this obnoxious, <laughs> this this just totally obnoxious sound. Can we can we hear it here? Yeah. Just awful. <laughs> so this is some sort of rhythm thing. That classic rhythm thing of like you see one thing happening and then you see the next thing and it brings in that like part of it. Yes. But it's just really it's not I don't know, it doesn't really make any sense. It goes on it. for a very long time. Um, the machine that makes that one sound is just that I don't know what they're kind of like going a Rube, Rube Goldberg <laughs> yes. type thing. It's got like a boot on it. That's kicking yes. something. It just doesn't like a squeaking noise. <laughs> <It's> just, uh. <laughs> but the animals are loving it. Yes, <laughs> dancing. But there's no Big explanation party. for what's going on or why no, this is happening. I'm, You're yeah. just thrown right in. <laughs> when I popped it in to rewatch it, all this was happening. Like, what? like I, I, it was confused. <laughs> I remember watching it, but yeah, I got yeah. totally just like. Yeah, they they take no yeah, precaution right in, in uh, like making sure you know what's happening. Yeah, like, I mean, oh, <laughs> animals are dancing. Okay, yeah. let's <laughs> let's go with this. Um, so, record executive Ted Browman overhears <laughs> the Beavers performing from a nearby bush. Yes, and he offers to make them disco stars. Yeah, i.e. me. Yes, <laughs> that's his big catchphrase. Ted Browman, i.e. me. Yeah. Uh, and I think it might be the funniest reoccurring joke. I mean, it might be the only reoccurring joke in the episode. Uh, but. I think the 
the song, the main song, is funnier than that joke. Mm, okay. <laughs> or more enjoyable, at least. Um, so the Beavers are shown recording in the studio, and moments later, their album gets pressed on the line. Yeah. You know the name of the album? Uh, the Bark album. Bark. Sure, oh, yeah. sure. Always on uh, a <laughs> stump or uh... Yeah, just like a piece of wood. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> underwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so their album goes platinum yeah. instantly, and Ted Brownman books them on Disco Rama. The I don't know if you you caught what Disco Rama, the extended title of Disco Rama is. Um, ooh, it's long. I don't, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's the most Ginchy boss groove thing on the tube. What does Ginchy mean? <laughs> Just like a seventies type word or sixties type word. Uh, okay, All I right. guess. But this is supposed to be like, um, what would you compare it to? Uh, well, it's, it's like disco part of it. Yeah, didn't know? they have a show, though? Like, there was a real show oh, yeah. that kind of uh, did... Soul Train. Soul Train, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Great news, boss. The Bark album just went platinum. And Ted Brownman, <laughs> i.e. me, is putting you on Disco-Rama. <gasps> Disco-Rama, the, the most kitschy boss um, so the Beavers perform at Discorama. Yeah. Uh, and Beaver Sweaver, Beaver <laughs> Fever sweeps the nation, the world, uh-huh. and things that are bigger than that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We find out from a series of um, newspaper headlines. Yeah. Which is and interesting. This is, I think, is this the only time we really hear the full length of a song? Is I like, think so. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a music video. Yeah. Let's, let's hear a little bit of it here. In the day, uh-huh. he bites down trees. That's right. Shoes away uh-huh. the bark. But it really starts uh-huh. to wake it. That's it, it. After it gets dark. I like it. People seem it's to love this song. I personally like it. I mean, I don't know if it's real life if I get into it, but, um, you know, it's kind of strange now that we're this far through. Uh, I realize that a lot of the story in this episode takes place, like, just in seconds between scenes. There is like there is so little dialogue in this episode. Like, there is there is not a lot of conversing. The conversing is solely for the purpose of jokes. Yeah. yeah. Not great jokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And pretty much it's all sounds, song. Yeah. Um, like, I'll play some clips. We'll play some clips in this episode, but there's not a lot of talking besides yeah. Browman. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you feel about the song, Beaver Fever? Um, you know, it was catchy. I, I, mean, I watched it at work, so when I was done uh, with it, it was stuck in my head yeah. for a little bit. But, yeah, you know, yeah, for a, a cartoon series, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I was pretty you know. pleased with it. Yeah, that could have been worse. <laughs> um, so at a, the Beavers are at an album signing, uh, and Ted Browman tells them that they're officially the biggest thing since sliced bread. Mm. <laughs> big, uh, big... 
Yeah. He's got he, he's <laughs> got he's got that he's got that like chart the the yeah. bar graph with uh, beaver fever just yeah. skyrocketing and bread just plummeting <laughs> which I don't know why bl- even if they're bigger than bread I don't know why bread's yeah, yeah. <laughs> sales are going down so drastically um, but this becomes kind of a sticking point right yeah. that yeah. they're bigger than bread yeah Ted Brownman I e me has the ratings lads it's official. You're the biggest thing since sliced bread. So they're protesting in their jammies at home, and Daggett <laughs> tells the press about this being bigger than sliced bread, yeah. and the fans they didn't like it. Go nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, because um, like, did, do you remember what uh, Daggett said? They're protesting. Um, I don't think I'm not sure they ever said something specific. He they, does. It's really quick. Did you catch it? Go on. Let me... It's just kind of stupid. He, they're protesting the man. Why are you holding this press conference in your jammies? To protest the man's oppressive rules. Can you dig it? We'll stay in our jammies all morning if we feel like it. Yeah. We're bigger than sliced bread. Ooh. Did I say something wrong? Our lead story, Daggett's stupid statement, angers sliced bread lovers everywhere. The Beaver's future in jeopardy. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. But I don't know why. Like, just like everything in this episode, I'm not sure why it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a lot of just crammed in and kind of rushed and just... Yeah. 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 Um, so the Dag makes up a quick excuse and the fans instantly forgive the Beavers <laughs> for their discretion. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Beavers, uh, each now letting uh, fame kind of go to their head um, and both of them trying to claim responsibility for writing the song yeah. uh, start fighting. Yes. Over who is the real creator yeah. of the song, yeah. right? Well, Spoothead, you almost wrecked it and denied the world all my talent. Pardon Moy, your talent. Mm-hmm. I'm the one with a talent. <laughs> Beaver Fever is my song. You just thought up some dopey words. Beaver Fever is my song. You just came up with a spute tune my song um i don't remember which one's which but one wrote the words yeah and... uh dag wrote the words okay nor wrote the the music yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh jim can i ask you something sure yeah if you like oasis a lot right love them did they do that a lot where like one of them would write the music one one would write the words uh no it was pretty much all null okay so bad example both. yeah um, <laughs> i mean later on liam maybe wrote a couple okay but, but the Be- the Beatles did it a lot. Which yeah. There's a lot of kind of like shades of Beatles yeah. in here with Paul writing. Uh, who would you consider the key songwriter if one wrote the words or, and one wrote the music? Which one would you consider the key writer? Man. Because that's what they're arguing. Yeah. About. I would have to say maybe the the person that wrote the lyrics. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> you, you have oh, a strong opinion yeah, about this? Yeah, the, mu- the music. Music. Well... For me, uh, it com- it would you can't it has say both. to be both because <laughs> it completely depends on the song. You could come up with examples both ways where one is I mean, much better than the other, and you would say, "Oh, of I, course, this person is responsible for the." I mean, I, I think of like I all get, all the songs in history where they're like they're famous because of the words, and they're like, "That's true. are you Jimmy I Ray?" Think, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that. But, but the great songs are really about the music. Um. I'm sure that if we get into this more, <laughs> I can come up with some good examples. But all right, um, so let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Ted Browman tells the beaters that the beavers that they need to come up with a new song. Well, whoever came up with it better get busy. 
it's time for your next disco hit. And guys, just because most disco acts never have another hit is no cause for concern. But they just can't seem to reconcile. Yeah. Um, and when the Beavers don't deliver, Mr. Man, mm. owner of... What's the record Big company? hit records? Yep. Uh, he shows up and threatens that if they don't come up with a new hit, he gets... What, what does he um, get from them? Their horror movies and their jammies? Yep. <laughs> jammies with the footies. <laughs> Which this really kicks them into gear. Yeah. That's yep. what they needed to <laughs> get working. You're going to give them more. Or else, according to your contract, if the Beavers don't give me another disco hit... I get all your horror film videos and your jammies with the footies. <laughs> give them what they want. Give the public what they want. That's what I've always said. If they want more, we'll give them more. More, 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 more. Hey, hey. That's it. Hey. We'll give them more. You're a genius. I am. What do you say, brother? Do we work together? This is all so meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> so the beavers come up with an idea. And they present their waiting fans with their new song, More Fever Fever. <laughs> Which is a great joke. I think this yeah. is the best joke of the episode. Yeah, it? it's really good. Um, especially because like, when they show the people in the audience, like they're really buying in. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the same exact song is occurring, they're like, okay, this is going to pay off. <laughs> Until they don't buy in, yeah. and they turn on the beavers and yeah. abandon them. That's true. And so the beaver <laughs> stuff gets repossessed. Mm. And, that was it. and as the beavers are consoling themselves, Barry Bear shows up and performs his own hit song, Oh Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which is clearly kind of a take on Barry White. Yeah. 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 And it's my favorite part of the episode. And I think I like oh. this song better than Beaver Fever. It's a little thing I call Old Baby. When I look at you, you know, baby, when I look at you, I see you with both my eyes. And baby, when I touch you, I feel like I feel something. But uh, anyway, <laughs> the Beavers um, are trying to consider a way to kind of get on Barry's coattails at the yeah. end. And they jump onto a crane that's carrying just a huge amount of paperwork and just get carried away. Yeah. <laughs> that's the end. Yeah, the end just kind of um, happens. Yep. There's <laughs> very little explanation just or like the whole reason. Just general. Just, yeah. yeah. Very interesting episode. Yeah. The way it moved along. And what are we to learn? What what hmm. what have we learned? Well, we've learned of the uh, the consequences of fame potentially. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, noted. Um, well, then let's uh let's just yeah. jump right into the nitty gritty. Sure. All right. Hi. This is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. 
first want to talk about Mitch Shower, who is Ted Browman. Great. I had to know who, great who vo- did it. Great yeah. vocal performance. <laughs> it was. Um, he has done Angry Beavers, Freakazoid, and interestingly, he's already he's also done storyboards for Rocko's Modern Life huh. and Rugrats. Oh, cool! Wow. And the uh, the character Bobby from Bobby's World <laughs> is modeled after his son. Oh, yeah, wow. that's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. Who would have guessed? Ted Brown. Yeah. I wonder what his. Yeah, I mean, like. It would be so cool to go through the world knowing that you are Bobby from Bobby's yeah, World. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a Bobby's World poster on my wall. Do you remember that? Yes. Uh, I'm. It's Bobby. Uh, he's pointing to his brain, but he's like picking his nose. It looks like he's I picking his. <laughs> it looks like he's picking his nose, but the poster says, "I'm not picking my nose. I'm pointing to my brain." <laughs> and that was on my wall much longer than I had any right to be. <laughs> um. This was kind of surprising because I think both of us always assumed that Bobby was like Howie Mandel as a kid, I yes, guess. Yes, that's like, what I thought. Like, just very weird. Because Howie does <laughs> yeah. the voice, right? Yeah, yeah. he has yeah. a little intro thing where yeah. it's like yeah. him, his yes. real life son. It's just and he's like... clearly the dad. Yeah. Yeah, this is Howie before no hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also took a look at Victor Wilson. Mm-hmm. who did the lyrics for Beaver Fever, which were impressive. And he, he, you think so? Probably well, took him about good. five minutes. <laughs> impressive. I, I challenge you to come up with as catchy of a short song. Challenge not accepted. Uh, okay. um, he also does the voice, voice of Bing, if you recall this character from Angry Beavers. Mm. He's a, like lizard of oh, some sort yeah yeah, yeah. uh like really annoying um he also did voices on rocket power real monsters as told by ginger and made an appearance on wings Ooh. <laughs> okay Do you like wings i like wings andrew loves wings yeah <laughs> <laughs> something about it uh all right well that's that's pretty cool i mean he definitely got around yeah very weird uh people involved with this it's weird yeah. to see like the other things that they get involved in after this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Bit parts. Well, I'm happy you talked about the guy who wrote the lyrics because I wrote about the real musician, <laughs> the guy who wrote the music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so his name is uh, Charlie Brissett. Uh, so he wrote pretty much all the music for Angry Beavers, which the music on Angry Beavers was, yeah, I think, overall very good. The theme yeah. song, very catchy. Um, he also wrote music for a show I'm not really familiar with called Sitting Ducks and um, The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron. Oh. Um, yeah. And a couple other things, good. but that seemed to be the one of note. Um, so he wrote the music, and the writer of the episode is a guy named Keith Kazarak. Uh, he wrote uh, 19 episodes of Angry Beavers, hmm. so he's a regular around there. Uh, he wrote three episodes of the all-new Mickey Mouse Club. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I don't know. That's good. <laughs> uh, and then he wrote one episode of Hey Arnold called The Sewer King. You know that? Uh, yeah. Mm. That was good. Yeah. Uh, so that is the writer. Want to move on to some trivia? Sure. So the other half of the episode, if you if you didn't notice, is called Same Time Last Week, mm-hmm. which is another one of my favorite Angry Beavers episodes. Uh, it's like uh, the Groundhog Day version of angry beavers kind of 
Um, so I just wanted to note that as one of the great ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a moment in this episode when a glove is coming down the conveyor belt on the Bark album, um, which is a reference to what sitcom? Laverne and Shirley, I believe. Yep. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Interestingly, we also saw that. I mean, we also... <laughs> This is a slight connection to 1992 with Wayne's World, as oh, that yeah. was a yeah, moment yeah, yeah. in Wayne's World. Yeah. Uh, so in other trivia, there's a lot of Beatles references yeah. in the episode. Uh, so the ones I was able to pick up on and the ones I looked up online <laughs> were Norbit holding a press conference in his pajamas is a reference to John Lennon and Yoko Ono holding a press conference in their bed to promote peace. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just like the kind of way this these were wedged in, I, don't, I just don't know if I love them. I get like what the reference was, but it just seemed kind of out of place. They're, especially since they're a disco band. It Why is very... there so much Beatles references? <laughs> this feels like uh, Dewey Cox to me. Like, um, you know, the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's a similar thing in which, like, he kind of goes through those different eras of music, but he doesn't stick to any one sensical thing. You yeah. Know? It's just, like, yeah. jumping around. All right. Uh, Daggett says he's bigger than sliced bread, which is a reference to John Lennon's 1966 comment about being bigger than Jesus. Uh, the public's reaction to that was similar. People started burning Beatles stuff, and yeah, pretty... we didn't. Oh god, we didn't really mention that scene. Yeah, but that was a pretty good scene. Yeah, Very but, funny. Yeah. Uh, I particularly enjoyed like they throw the bark album into the fire, and then, yeah, and once he apologizes, <laughs> yeah. they're like all like yeah, trying to. Ow, ow, ow. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Uh, Lennon also apologized. Um, the Bark album, of course, like we said, is a, refer- a reference to uh, the White album, yeah. I, at least I think. Uh, and then there's a, <laughs> and then there's a sign in the crowd that says "Is Daggett dead," yeah. uh, which seems to be a reference to the Paul McCartney "Is Dead" rumors. Yeah. Um, and then uh, during one scene, uh, actually, I think it's right when they say they're bigger than bread. There's a musical cue. There's a couple musical mm-hmm. cues. Uh, there's one that sounds kind of like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. In the episode, and then the one where he says we're bigger than bread sounds exactly like a day in the life where there's like a real big crescendo at the end of the song, and then they just hit a piano note. Yeah, um, it's, I did not notice that while watching the episode. It's in there. Yeah, a lot of the musical cues were Beatles-esque, um, which was kind of cool. Uh, and then the song Beaver Fever was released uh, on a soundtrack CD uh, put out by Nickelodeon called The Newest Nicktoons. Oh, and uh, I don't know what else is on that track list, but it'd be cool to. Yeah. Get a hold of that album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool's one word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually uh, my car. Want to move on to stray observations? Yeah. Um, the first thing I noticed in this episode was all those billboards. Yes. Did you catch any of those? I did write down some, so you can tell me if I sure. missed any. Uh, I have contract it. Yeah, uh, exclamation point five fun. stars uh, coming soon um, BF soon uh, Big John has beaver fever um, how how about you yeah, the same <laughs> all one word right how about yeah. you 
Um, groove thing. So, something about groove thing. Beaver fever is a groove thing, which I thought was pretty <laughs> humorous. Okay. And then one that's just said, yeah, baby. <laughs> which I don't know. Austin Powers was already out at that point. Oh, Maybe in Austin oh, Powers. Oh, and Daggett, I think, says that a lot. Yeah, baby. Like, in reference to Austin Powers. Oh, like, okay. Some... Yeah, it would make sense. Yeah. It was probably pretty uh, culture-wise. Yeah. Big at the moment. Um, did you catch the name of the studio band that they played with? No. <laughs> They're called Generic Hustle. Generic Hustle. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I like that. Um, and finally, the truck at the end that comes to pick up their stuff. What does it uh, um, say on it? Jammies and Video Collection. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there's a company specifically for this purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, some of my stray observations. Uh, did you catch any of the newspaper names? So, like, when they were saying they're big, yeah, uh, somehow. taking over, there's all these newspapers. Somehow I missed that. Okay. Uh, one is, one I believe is called The Boast. Hmm. Uh, they seem to, like, want to, like, play with the B type thing. Uh, <laughs> and the, the, head, the headline is Beaver Fever Sweeps the Nation. Uh, one is called The Illiterately Times. Uh, the headline was Beaver Fever Sweeps World. And the last one was the Bee Torter, like the reporter, I guess. <laughs> really <laughs> stretching, I know. Underwhelming. And then the headline was Beaver Fever Sweeps Things That Are Bigger Than That. Uh, yeah. Funny yeah, yeah, I mean, ish. Uh, there were several protest signs uh, in the crowd when they announced that they're bigger than bread. Um, some of them said, Why you? Okay. Uh, one said, bad bread bashing beavers. <laughs> and then there was a bunch with just this phrase spelled F-E-H-H exclamation point, which I guess is fat. <laughs> but I've never heard fat as a... But it, there was, what are they like? Um, Ellipses? Uh, what do you call it? Just like pyramids after the letters? Like it was an acronym oh. or something? or I don't. Uh, maybe I didn't see close enough. I yeah. think it's funnier as fa. Uh, like that's the reaction a, a to fe- it. Yeah, that is the emotion of frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a couple signs in their houses. Did you take note of any of the signs? Uh-huh. Um, one said no fishing. Another said beaver crossing, and one said camping area. Those are the ones I can make out. Those might be carried over through the episodes. I think I'm not so. totally sure, but... Yeah, you mean like in each episode? Yeah. I think they're always up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so those were some of my stray observations. Nice. Uh, before we move on to our ratings, I did find one YouTube comment that made me laugh. Huh? Uh, so it's time for what would YouTube comments do? <laughs> what would YouTube comments do? This is from RunnyBoys7. And he said, for some reason, Norbert reminds me of Heath Ledger. <laughs> okay. You guys, you see that or? Maybe in the <laughs> vaguest possible sense. <laughs> no, I don't get it. Uh, but it made me laugh. Um, okay, so let's move on to ratings. On IMDb, this, rating has, uh, this episode has a rating of 8.7 out of 10, wow. which is tied for the highest rated Angry Beavers episode. Really? Yeah, so there's nothing higher, but there's several that are tied. Uh, 
Seems high. Uh, it does seem a little high. <laughs> speaking of seeming too high, TV.com, 9.3 out of 10. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, so that's amazing. we do Kreb stars here. Out of five Kreb stars, what did you give Beaver Fever? I gave it a three and a half out of five Kreb stars. And I almost gave it a three, but I knocked <laughs> it up to three and a half because uh, I was so amazed at like the way that the episode somehow stayed together in spite of like the little amount of story or like <laughs> anything, like anything sensical going on, but somehow it all made sense enough. It kind of so, did. It, and I really like the, uh, the songs in it. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I think that's perfect. <laughs> perfect. 3.5. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably give it a three. I was, I mean, that was my first time watching that since probably, you know, back when it aired. So I was a little confused with everything and just like, where is this going? But it kind of like, like you said, like towards the end, I'm like, all right, it started kind of getting, it picked up and. Yeah. It almost felt like the Beatles stuff in the middle took away from it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like the focus maybe should have been more on them trying to come up with their second single. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, no, I was going to say, it, it just seemed all crammed in there and rushed. It felt like I was all over the place. Uh, Looking yes. at it now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't love this episode very much. I think there was a couple jokes that worked. I liked um, Brownman, and I yeah. really liked More Beaver Fever. Just the, yeah. <laughs> the same yes. song with someone saying more uh, is a very good joke. So that <laughs> And just their, like, their confidence in it. Like, this is, <laughs> we did it. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, Those those jokes are very good. But overall, the episode I thought was underwhelming. Um, I the first time I watched it, I had trouble following it or understanding why I was watching it. I guess Um, it's one of the few episodes we've done that I really didn't want to go back and watch again after I watched it, uh, which is not a good which is not a good sign. Even the episode like Talking Turkey, which is the one that has been notoriously kind of ripped on. uh, I was I wanted to go back and watch it because I didn't understand like there was so much i didn't feel like i understood and like i didn't get more from the second viewing but i at least didn't mind going and watching it again this one i felt like i got everything i needed from the first watch um oh by the way i gave it a two (laughs) (laughs) two crep stars okay all right two i i feel like this is an example of a successful version of that cat dog episode like that was the version that failed and this was the version that succeeded somehow like not to say it's the greatest but that it worked more than the cat dog that episode. it was like all over the place but it still felt like an episode yes and it made sense you could follow it cat dog was like every single thing that happened was kind of like why is this happening and what <laughs> well i gave it a full crub star more uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. um yeah just not my favorite i i guess i never really loved angry beavers hmm. so that's that kind of part of the problem yeah, i could see that this was one of the episodes that stuck in my mind, though, as men- as much as any of them. Yeah. Uh, so I... Yeah. yeah. When when you and I were like, which one should we do, I think is the first one yeah. we thought of. So there must be a reason for that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's that song. Just, <laughs> you just can't get it out of your head. I just can't believe, what was it? TV Guide? 9.3. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just... pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, take it with a grain of salt, that could be like five, six people. Yeah, yeah. You that's know, true. Not a ton of people. Maybe right? They're big Beatles fans, so they love the reference. <laughs> 
references. <laughs> I, I don't see a 9.3 at all. Like you said, I wouldn't. That's excess, an excessive yeah. high score, I think. But I, that I might know. be that might be really like a lot of nostalgia at work. Yeah. yeah. So I think like part of the fun of doing this show is that we're nostalgic about all this stuff, but also the fun of it is going back and looking and going, well. Yeah, I think we can be realistic about yeah. it now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to preserve this thing that I thought was yes, great. Yes, yeah. Um, well, okay. And then last, uh, as we've enjoyed doing uh, recently, we're going to give our version uh, of the name of the episode. Yeah. We th- the, the name we think the episode deserves. So this is, uh, Are You Afraid to Name the Episode? Um, I went with the Beavers Go Disco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel okay about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, it's okay. As good as anything, I'm classic, bound to come up with. A, I guess. a classic Nick Two name. Uh, yeah. So for me, I think the title I would pick would be the Beavers put some stank on it. <laughs> and that was one of the lines in the episode, right? When yeah. he did say that, I didn't Who said laugh. that? It was uh, Norbert, I think it was. Oh, okay. Put some stink. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's a really good one. Yeah. yeah. That is good. Yeah. Um, I, went on, I went with a little play on words, so I went with, uh, I went with one hit Wooders. <laughs> You know, you just, that, yeah. you just take that N out, <laughs> okay. replace it with an O. <laughs> Simple. You got your point. wood pun. Yeah. Wait, you put take your N out? Instead of one oh, hit yeah, wonders, yeah, yeah. you got one Except, hit wooders. Yeah. My my <laughs> my criticism of it, I guess, is that wooders isn't a thing. <laughs> well, beavers are wooders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. It does. It's a thing it now. It does relate to it. <laughs> and if they named a Nickelodeon episode, you know, all 30-year-olds would be okay. using the term wooders. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It's a thing. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a uh, take it or leave it. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll post a uh, we'll post a poll. You guys can vote on which uh, episode names your favorite. Um, so before uh, we move on, uh, we're gonna give our buddy Matt a call. So Matt uh, really was an advocate. So if you if you yeah. listen to our um, oh I think it was our retrospective or our 2017 like. Uh, look back at the podcast. Uh, Matt left us a little message saying, "Why haven't we talked about Angry Beavers?" <laughs> Seems to be a big Angry Beavers fan. Yeah. Uh, and so, I don't think we're going to make a habit of probably calling too many listeners. But we really only talked about the episode <laughs> because of him. <laughs> uh, so we thought it would probably be fun to talk to him about it. So uh, you want to give Matt a call? Yeah. Uh, hello? Hey there. <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey. <laughs> um, well, thank you for talking to us about Beaver Fever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's good to be here. I feel like I'm right there with you in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are, you're based out of where? I'm in uh, Northern Virginia. We're uh, in, I'm in uh, over in Fredericksburg, but we're uh, a D.C. suburb. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. A lot of Civil War history in that area. Uh, yeah, they really drill it into you. That's cool. <laughs> um, so you you were on our um, retrospective, and you left us kind of a, a message saying you would like for us to talk about Angry Beaver. So here we are, 
Yes, finally. <laughs> yeah, and, and I know I wasn't the only one who wanted it, so I'm glad we're finally here. <laughs> no, we're 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 pinning it on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and am I the only like call that you've done where you actually don't know the person who's a, not a celebrity? Hmm, I think you might be. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So to all the listeners, you too can break the rules. <laughs> that's that's true. that's not technically true. <laughs> we 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 just like the cut of your jib, Matt. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um. So, what what is it that you love about Angry Beavers? You know what? There's something about it uh, stylistically that I've always loved as a kid. Um. I was always really big into movies and you know they're into universal monster style movies and things like that um and like norb is always like the cool guy and i think i really liked that were you more of a norb or a daggett oh absolutely a norb uh, (laughs) i always thought you know he kind of had like a a small dexter's lab vibe uh you know he was so smart he could do anything yeah that's true um, in this particular case, Beaver Fever, which is, uh, as we've talked about, one of a, it seems like a fan favorite. Yeah. Is this one that stuck out to you or not really? Um, actually, it's not my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. It's a very good episode. Uh, it does, it, it encompasses what the beavers are about, <laughs> uh, getting into, they get into weird situations, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh but it's Okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll expand on that. So, like, take us through. What were your feelings rewatching the episode? Well, I, I laughed out loud a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, specifically, how fast they became famous. You know, yeah. Um, I, it was you know a guy popped out of a bush and was like, "This is a done deal." <laughs> yeah. If only life worked that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, for real. Um, but other than that, like, I. It just went through, they put so much into, like, the rise and fall of them, and it, I feel like it just happened really quickly. It could have almost been a full, you know, 24-minute episode. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, story could have gotten a lot more uh, complicated, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, are you a disco fan? <laughs> um, not not so much, <laughs> uh, but I, I, I did appreciate, like, all of the music that I saw in there, obviously it felt like there was like, you know, a play on James Brown and maybe some Michael Jackson a little, and obviously the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all very cool. Um, so besides this episode, is there, is there a angry beavers episode that I don't know, like stands out to you, your favorite, like that you would plant your flag in the ground and be like, this is the beavers episode. You know what? That's really tough. I don't know that it's exactly the best episode, but they try to. I think they live in a water park. Oh. I think I, as a kid that seemed so cool. Yeah, yeah. I that one vaguely. There were beavers, so they could like <laughs> slide down the slides. You know, <laughs> this is true. They were beavers. Uh, yeah, that I'm trying to remember what that one's called, but yeah, that does vaguely stand stand out to me. Hmm. Do you remember it? Not at all. It's <laughs> uh, weird. I feel like I remember I've remembered a lot of the stuff that we've talked about this one specifically. But yeah. did you remember this one before before you watched it? Did we already ask you that? Yeah, I did remember it. I didn't remember how good the music was. Like it's yeah. really like done well. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, pretty surprising. Um especially with the uh 
the people who did the music, I think, were a little surprising. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, well, uh, Victor Wilson, who did the lyrics for Beaver Fever, yeah. uh, he was a voice on the show and did a lot of other stuff, but he this was just like a weird one-off thing. Of him. He, he wasn't like a music writer or anything, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. So that was really weird, I thought. <laughs> like, that was good, a really good first outing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that, um, that forest version of the song in the beginning, I think that's the best one. Mm. Oh, I, I, good. I have to strongly disagree with you there, Matt. <laughs> oh, really? I like the use of, like, the, the weird sound effects, I guess. Uh, like, the typewriter and yeah. all that. Yeah, I mentioned a little earlier that uh, I just thought like it went on kind of for a long time, like that, especially yeah. that first beat where it's just like whatever that spinning <laughs> wheel with the hand and boot. It really, right. they, yeah, they definitely <laughs> filled the episode with a lot of music video stuff filler, you know. Yeah. Um, well, uh, if you had to give it Kreb stars, uh, you know, zero being worse, five being the best, where would you rank Beaver Fever? Uh, well, since I've heard that, you know, it's official, we can't end the stum, I'm putting it at a 4.1. <laughs> wow, that's very I strong. Very high, guys, uh, but I feel like it's an excellent, like, episode. It's done very well in the story, you know? Yeah. Like, exactly my, what might happen to, like... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, that's a that's a very yeah. Short. I was expecting a lower score based on your first uh, description I, of it. I told you I was gonna be biased, you know. <laughs> but it's no Keenan and Kel Turkey Day. Oh, and uh, Turkey Day is, is that a five for you? An easy five? Probably a five point two. <laughs> <laughs> that breaks yeah. all new ground. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, well, thanks for chiming in. Oh yeah. Uh, really glad you guys finally like buckled down into this. Hopefully, we'll get a few more angry beavers out of you guys. Yeah, well, maybe like episode 106. Got- <laughs> uh, gonna make me wait that long. And then you guys, you picked Legends of the Hidden Temple. Come on. Oh well, they, they weren't. They weren't even the best. Uh, uh, who would you have then? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you, I, what everyone else has picked? Family Double Dare. Oh. Double Dare. Wow. Okay. Family I mean, that was my two. That was my two. <laughs> you know, that's the one as a kid that I I always wanted to stick my hand up that nose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There was a there the was, obstacle course was yes, great. Yes. Did pretty much do any of the challenges seem pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. Well. Okay. Noted. <laughs> noted. <laughs> uh, you you also do your own podcast? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so tell us tell us a little bit about that and where like people could find it. Uh, right, I do the facilitator podcast with a bunch of friends. Uh, we talk local sports in the Northern Virginia national sports too. We've done stuff like the Wizards and uh, some other teams, but you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else the podcasts are. Very very awesome. good. Um, Washington Wizards are currently in the playoffs. Are they going to get out of the first round? Uh, no, <laughs> our, big, our big man only gets six rebounds a game. You got to If you're six eleven, you got to get ten rebounds. Um, well, thanks again, Matt. Uh, if we talk Angry Beavers, you can count on we'll be yes. we'll be calling you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I definitely appreciate that, and keep up the good work. And congratulations on hitting over fifty episodes. Oh, thanks, oh, thanks man. A lot. All right. Yeah. Take care. See ya. All right. You too. Talk to you later. All right.
Well, that was Matt. <laughs> Great to hear from him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, really strong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> but but realistic. Yeah, it seems sure. like he both you know likes beavers for the good reasons yeah and understands the faults oh, yeah yeah sure <laughs> uh and make sure you check out his podcast uh sounds kind of cool i guess if you live in virginia for sure <laughs> <laughs> um all right so i think that about wraps her yeah. up um what are we doing next time? Next week for our special one-year anniversary, uh, we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking to a lot of our past call, our past guests, about what their defining '90s thing is. Mm-hmm. What what thing defines the era for them more than anything else? Yeah, we we try we th- we carefully tried to pick the name of this episode yeah. and we ended up with the Vegas Yeah. <laughs> but thing cuz you don't want to call it You moment. don't want to limit it. Right. Yeah. So, you call it a moment so what is, and people could like <laughs> take it the wrong way. Yeah. So thing is general enough that you can really pick. Yeah. I just it. couldn't come up with a better what would be better than thing. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so. No, I think it's good, and we're gonna really try to kind of pin people to one, pick one yes. thing, um, and we're gonna hear from you guys. So you guys have been sending some of your thoughts uh, on what thing you think <laughs> stands out from the '90s. We're gonna call a bunch of people from the sh- uh, who've been on the show. Uh, I think Brett, Max, Melissa, Chris, Jason, um, Alex, Kevin, Candice. Uh, I don't know. We're gonna call all your it. favorite guests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Jim, you're gonna. You said you want to join us. Yeah, I'll, I'll come right on in. Oh Just yeah, I'm excited to hear everyone's uh, picks. So yeah. it's a lot to go over. So. Yeah. And then kind of like just selfishly, Andrew and I. We're, we're sad that we hadn't been doing the name your episode thing the whole time, so we're gonna go back and we're gonna name every episode we didn't name for the second <laughs> half. So uh, pretty quickly, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just a hit on them, yeah, uh, including the verses, yeah, uh, yeah. So all episodes we've talked about, we'll we'll rename them. Yeah, uh, Jim, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you. It's been it was, a pleasure. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, and do you have any? Uh, any requests for the future? You might want to be involved with any anything in particular. Um, I mean, I'm, ha- I'm excited to do the '90s. That was always a fun time. I guess if you do another another specific year, cool. In the '90s, maybe I'll do that. Cool, cool. Uh, but yeah, that'd be great. We'll get you in for a year in review. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we are on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We are on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. We are on, you can mail, email us, which is the best way to get a hold of us, at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can listen to us on Podbean or leave a comment. You can hear us on iTunes uh, and leave a review. Those are always very helpful. Um, so, uh, one year. Yeah. Uh, May 1st. Flew one by. year. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we now have more episodes than some of a lot of these shows, I guess. <laughs> but uh, not that yeah. they're better necessarily. Uh, well, no, they're better than some of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, okay. Well. Cool. Yeah. Well, we can't wait to see you next time. Yeah. Tell a friend. <laughs> well.
W-A-R-T, Ward.